We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold postgame show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill Michaels. Is this the win that makes you a believer in the Green Bay Packers finally? No more can you say they can't beat good teams. No more can you say that. Is this the win that convinces you the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, that's uh, that's a convincer right there. 40-14 to 14 the final, and it, it got a little dicey. It got a little dicey because, you know, that uh, the, the failed field goal attempt and then uh, to go for it on fourth down, not to get it, to give them the ball back, to give them momentum going into the second half for a team that traditionally does not play good in that third quarter, to come out in the third quarter and not only did they get a score, but then you went right back down and scored. The offense picked up the defense. The defense came back and got a couple of stops. And once the offense got up, they were taking the ball more and more and more out of Derrick Henry's hands. Derrick Henry, 23 carries, 98 yards. Ryan Tannehill, three carries, 55 yards. Don't forget he had that uh, long scamper for a touchdown. But Derrick Henry, 23 carries, 98 yards, did not dent the end zone. And once you started putting the ball more and more hand, in the hands of Ryan Tannehill, you, I mean, if Tannehill had to come back and go toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers, you knew it was going to end up in disaster. And it's exactly what happened. He was 11-24, 121 yards, and two turnovers. And those turnovers changed the momentum and changed the course of the game. Packers offensively, fantastic. By the way, Today, Aaron Rodgers took over the lead, in my opinion, for the uh, for the MVP. Four touchdowns, 21-25, had a 128.1 quarterback rating. Yes, had the pick, but beyond uh, that, um, a very, very solid performance. Very solid performance today. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. So, when... I was asking about and now Packers fans were saying, well, you know, they they're two or they're one and two against teams with winning records. And we kept circling this game, saying, look, only thing they can do is play the teams that are on their schedule. So everybody was talking about Derrick Henry. I, I was as well. I said, look, you give that guy one hundred and twenty five yards and only one touchdown, don't allow him to dent the end zone more than that, you're gonna win this ball game. You know? And and and, and damned if they didn't. Now, it, they played even better against him, don't get me wrong, but they are now 12-3 and three on the season. 12-3, and three, and they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Now, is this the win that makes you a believer? 855-830-8648. It, it probably makes you a believer in a couple of different things, right? It probably makes you a believer in, one, that they can play when that offense is cooking, they can play with anybody. That's the first thing. 
Secondly, that what we talked about how well they've played on the road and the points they've put up on the road. Do you look at this now and say, you know what? This team can win at home because of the elements, the way they played tonight. 855-830-8648. Gary Ellerson joining me as well on the uh, on the on the program tonight and the Green and Gold postgame show. So GE, they they especially <laughs> in the second half of this game, they took the ball out of Derrick Henry's hands basically. They played an impeccable game, and they did exactly what they were supposed to do. So does this game convince you? Uh, now, you and I have always said they can beat anybody <laughs> and they can lose to anybody. But right. to me, Packers fans, they have to answer the question now. Did this game convince you they can play with anybody and they can beat anybody and this team could go to a Super Bowl? Right. I, I think, uh, Bill, you it, it's really about the offense, right? You looked at the game that you and I talked about last week. Um, it, it just felt like last week Aaron Rodgers was not on time with passes. You look at the second touchdown pass he threw to Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams hadn't even looked at him yet. Everything, for the most part, you saw Rodgers play on time. And what I mean by playing on time is that he was in rhythm. He wasn't patting, patting, holding on to the football. He did it a couple times tonight. But for the most part, everything that you saw tonight was on time. St. Brown got involved. Was MVS involved tonight? But, but for the most part, everything that he threw – was on time tonight, and that was the difference, I think, between last week and this week. In the second half of the game last week, we saw them throwing these bubble strings to Devontae Adams, they just weren't working. And we saw the Rodgers, you know, just holding on to the football. The offense, to me, looked completely different for it felt like to me that Aaron Rodgers was on time. And when he's on time like that, Bill, this offense can score points, and they're tough to beat. And I think that's what you saw. And so what, what happens? The offense sets up the defense. They get up 12-0. There's a, now a lot of pressure on an offense like Tennessee that wants to run mm-hmm. the football with Derrick Henry. That takes him out of the game. And now he becomes null and void. It puts all the pressure on Tannehill. And we know Tannehill is not Aaron Rodgers. So, therefore, right. that was how the Green Bay Packers got that win tonight. So tonight, um, and we'll get to the phone calls coming up in a minute, did this 40-14 to win the Packers get over the Tennessee Titans convince you that this Packers team can beat anyone sure. and sure. get this team to a Super Bowl? Sure. That is our question for everybody yeah. out there because for all the naysayers that said that they were going to get beat, Henry was going to run wild. They, I'm a you know, naysayer, Bill. Yeah? I mean, yeah, that, I'm a naysayer. I thought, I, I thought I the Packers would lose 31-28. I'm totally a, a naysayer. I, I didn't think – and even the weather didn't scare me with Derrick Henry. I mean, from from my past experiences, this is a running back's dream is to go play really in rainy, wet, sloppy, snowy conditions is a running back's dream. And they completely well, the Packers completely took them out of their game, completely took the Titans out of their game. Uh, 855-830-8648. Let's get right to it. Ty listening to us in Philadelphia. We'll give him first dibs tonight. Ty, how you doing, buddy? What's up? Hey guys, what's going on, man? What's up, Ty? Hey, man, this that's the one, man, that we've been waiting for, man. It's been a long season, man. Before I get into that, man, uh, I called into the big show, one of these shows on the station, uh, maybe about four or five, six weeks ago, and said that uh, I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers. So I want to, I want to be the first one to say that uh, I apologize to the MVP of the league and. Uh, I hope that he could keep this 
just going into the playoffs and we don't have no more, you know, down moments with this offense. But uh, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. All respect to the great, oh, sure. the legendary. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the one that we waited for all season. Uh, I think they played a complete game. I think uh, the offense was good. I think the defense was good tonight as well. I think the defense deserve a lot of credit. You know, and I think this defense has been coming together, you know, not dominant, but I think this defense right now in the last two, three weeks is playing the best that we're going to be able to expect out of this defense. Uh, still, you know, Ke- Kevin King tackling issues sometimes, mm-hmm. but uh, that's really the only negative. Uh, Rashawn Gary, Jair Alexander, you cannot get nothing on him. Darnell Savage with the pick. Adrian, uh, Amos, just playing in that front seven and chasing them running backs down, I'm saying, man, I I like where this defense is at. Not dominant, but I think it's playing the best that we could expect. Uh, I think what we've seen tonight is a Super Bowl contender with the MVP quarterback, probably the coach of the year. And uh, the Packers are the favorite in the NFC. They should make Mm -hmm. – with a team playing like how they play tonight, they should make the Super Bowl. The uh, Ty, I, I I would say I don't know about Super Bowl, but I'll certainly say they can beat anybody. I mean, I certainly hope they get there, but I think the way the NFC set up that anybody could beat anybody. For a while, it was everybody's going to beat the Packers, or at least the top two or three teams in the NFC was going to beat the Packers because the Packers didn't have a defense, they couldn't keep it going, they couldn't play a full four quarters. I mean, all the things that we had talked about, and they couldn't beat a team with a winning record. Not only did they beat a team with a winning record, they beat the hell out of a team with a winning record. And I, I know that people were a little bit nervous, and I had said it. Look, when they missed that field goal but got the penalty and had fourth and three and went for it, I don't know why they didn't try to kick. I know they had the problem with the PAT and they had the problem with the field goal unless something happened with Mason Crosby where they looked at Mason and said, hey, what's the problem? And he said, hey, it's just not right. And they decided to go for it there. I thought put the points on the board. At that point, you would have made it 22 to nothing, which would have put you up four scores. And it changes the complexity of the game. It basically takes the ball out of Derrick Henry's hand. So at that point in time, you had a chance to really kind of deliver a, a, a soft knockout blow. And instead, they didn't get it. Tennessee takes it down and scores. I'm listening to the broadcast, and John Cooney even said the Titans went in with all the momentum. And they came back out, and they scored right away. But what's most impressive was this third quarter, which is the third quarter has been terrible for the Packers. This third quarter, the Packers then get the ball back. And they go right down the field, three plays, 66 yards. Devontae gets that eight-yard eight, eight yard pass um, from from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and that made it 26-14 at that time. And then after that, A.J. Dillon takes off. Remember, because that pass uh, was was tick, uh, kicked off by that, was it 48- or 53-yard run by, uh, by, by um, Aaron Jones on that long run that he had? 59 yards, 59 yards. That got him down, like, inside the five. So that was a huge series for the Packers offensively, Gary, because had they gone three and out, which is what they've done traditionally in third quarters, had they gone three and out, Tennessee had all the momentum, and if they put it in and score then, they instead of the Packers being up, the Tennessee Titans could have taken the lead. Well, you're right about that, and, and, that, you know, and, and that didn't happen. So I think when you look at the Packers, you're, they, they just kept the pressure on. I mean, d- despite the extra points that Mason Crosby missed, you know, the field's conditions were pretty rough, and they, they didn't, you know, you, it's your first time playing in it, so you got to get used to it, and the Packers have to get used to it as well. Um, 
Listen, I, I mean, you, you're right about the MVP. I think it's Rodgers to lose right now. He, he's the guy. Um, I, I, I think this just was a, a – we haven't talked about Mike Pettin yet enough. I mean, Mike Pettin came in a great with a great game plan. Listen, Bill, we, we all know what this is. It's about the offense to me. If the offense can get off to a great start and sets up the defense, this defense can be dynamite. Now, Pettin did a couple different things tonight, I thought. Blitzing uh, – Kevin King off the corner. Hadn't done that a lot this year. We've seen Jair do it, but we really haven't seen Kevin King do it. Uh, at some point, there were eight guys in the box. I mean, that's obvious, right? I mean, Mike Pettin tonight played, to me, the obvious game plan where in some other games, it wasn't quite so obvious. You knew you had a run-dominant type offense, and he played. he leaned toward that strength where he was going with seven, eight guys in a box, and they were able to, to stop Derrick Henry. And it forced, and the offense played so well where it forced the Titans to be a little uncomfortable and put all the weight on Tannehill. And Tannehill's not going to win a game for you by himself. And Derrick Henry's not going to win a game for you by himself. But together, they can beat a good football team like the Green Bay Packers. And I would agree, right now, they're the odds on favor to get to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I mean, they just are. I mean, I don't. I don't really fear anybody as long as Aaron Rodgers can play on time and stay on time and not hold on to the football and what you saw tonight. And and, and once again, I got a lot of tweets, Bill. I don't know about you, but they need to pay Aaron Jones. I see a lot of people talking about A.J. Dillon. Great. I, I like him. He's good. But Aaron Jones gives you something that Jamal Williams and and A.J. Dillon can't give you. He is a great receiver out of backfield, and he is a home run hitter right now. Now, if you don't want to pay him, fine. I mean, A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams, they will suffice. But I'm talking about a difference maker is that's what Aaron Jones is. And he may be too rich for their blood as far as the money is concerned, but he is most certainly a difference maker. And listen, the Packers and Brian Gutenkunst and Martin Murphy, they get paid the big bucks to figure that stuff out. How they going to make it all happen? Because I happen to think tonight the reason why the run game was so good is Corey Lindsley. There's another guy that they're going to have to pay or try to figure out how to pay. Mm -hmm. So I, I would just say this, Aaron Jones to me also is a difference in his game as well. Uh, I, I, I agree. Even though he stepped I, out of bounds. Yeah, no, I 100% agree about that, too. That was on that 59-yard run. Look, I, I completely agree with you um, about Aaron Jones. I've been saying that. There is this um, love for Dylan tonight who had 21 carries and 124 yards and a couple of touchdowns. And, and great. This is first time he's really carried the ball, you know, and, and so I don't while you would like to say that's great and you get excited about things like that, you kind of wait, you know, when, when a young guy has a really good game, you kind of wait, you know, see if you can stack some success, see if teams kind of figure out your tendencies. He is running better. It's one of the things that Matt LaFleur had talked about, Gary, and you know this as a running back, is running behind your pads. He got low sure. tonight. Well, he, he always got low does. and got that momentum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does now, yeah. But what, for a while, what he, you, he ran more straight up. But what you saw, Bill, down. what you saw tonight, though, gave you a little bit, pulled the curtains back. He may not know all the plays in the audible because the old point left and right, what Aaron Rodgers Aaron did. Did yeah. you see that? Yep. He pointed left or what he pointed right. This is what, which way the ball is going. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. We should do that with Brent Fullwood. <laughs> 
forgot you just didn't the, get, get the call. They that's what it. that's what that reminded me of. I was like, oh my god, we should do that with Brent Fullwood because he didn't really know the plays, mm-hmm. and so you know we had to give him you know right side, left side. We couldn't do give him numbers. We right tackle, he knew what a tackle was. Right guard, left guard, left tackle. That's the way we had to teach him early on until he got down in the numbering system of the play. So that's what I saw tonight. I go, you know what? All along, maybe he's just not up to speed with how the plays work. Because it it does. I mean, it takes you – it takes these rookies sometimes to understand when you get into the audibling system within these offenses, they're very complex, to know where you're going. Yep, completely agree. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. If you're thinking about what number hole you're going to hit – or what the play is and you're not sure, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it really is. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, it's, it's for some guys, they just don't pick it up. They just no. know left or right. It takes you're right. time. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Right. Uh, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, go ahead and do so. Let's go to uh, Randy listening to us in Milwaukee. Randy, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Well, I'm excited, Bill. I'm a believer. And uh, Gary took a lot of my things I was going to say, but that's okay. Uh, I mean, I think Aaron is the MVP. I think that they need to sign Corey Lindsley and Aaron Jones. And I can't. I don't think that you should be happy that even though that guy can left guard can play all the places on the line. Um, but, uh, Elton man. Jenkins. Yes, Elton Jenkins. But you still want to have Corey Lindsley there. Yeah. And. Um, I think this was like the first complete game of the season. And it was nice to not see any terrible gaps on the return teams, too. On the special teams, now I admit Mason Crosby missed the extra points. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, it was nice to see not some huge run back and the huge gaps they've had before. So it was a complete game. I was really happy. I mean, Aaron Jones, I mean, sorry, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, though. Yeah, no no doubt yeah. about it. Thanks for your phone call. No doubt about it. Appreciate it. Yeah, he really, I mean, Patrick Mahomes today, not a great game. Struggled a little bit um, with uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, most people, I was, even Skip Bayless tweeted out that Aaron Rodgers taking over the MVP lead because yeah. of the game he played tonight. Yeah. Well, if Skip said it, you know it's 100%, Bill. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know that. let's go to uh, david listening to us in new york david how you doing man what's going on i'm doing well i called gary's show earlier this week and cautioned that if you get to the super bowl you need to win it because most teams that lose it um just fall off the rails after that and um i have a couple comments first you know when they had 14 unanswered points there was a chance that the offense could lose momentum in the third quarter like they have five or six games. And they scored 14 points and then later 21 points unanswered of their own. So this is the first game where they played full four quarters and they played like an elite Super Bowl contender. And so because of that, I think that not only can we get to the Super Bowl, but I, I think that there's you know a decent chance of actually winning it, which is what really counts. Um, the other comment is is that I am really surprised how he contained Derrick Henry. I thought we there was a good chance we would lose this game. 
And I don't know if the snow adversely affected him if he wasn't used to it or if it's just really good defensive play by Petten's defense or both. But that really surprised me. I was really expecting just a disaster of like, you know, 150 or 200 rushing yards. So those are the two takeaways that I, I have from that game. And I love this team so much. And for the first time, I'm really optimistic that we can win a Super Bowl. Good. Yeah, I would agree. Good. I would agree. Appreciate it. Uh, let's do this. We'll go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back, kick things off as we join the network. Packers get a win 40-14. to They are now 12-3, and and next week matters. We'll explain why when we come back. Stay tuned. we got more of the Green and Gold Postgame Show. He's Gary Ellerson. I'm Bill Michaels right after this. SSP Milwaukee, a radio.com sports station. The Packers beat the Titans at Lambeau. They continue their winning ways as the playoffs get closer. Talking Packers football on 1250 AM, The Fan. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the green and gold postgame show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill Michaels. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you are with us. Thanks so much, and uh, we appreciate uh, you hanging out with us. 855-830-8648. The Green Bay Packers are going to win 40-14. They go to 12-3 and on the season. Gary Ellison alongside the former Packer Badger running back. I'm Bill Michaels. We are glad to have you here. So some takeaways from this game. One is uh, when the Packers uh, gave up seven just before the half, gave up seven coming out of the second half, the offense responded and uh, took it right down the field. Uh, They ended up going three plays, 66 yards, putting it into the end zone, coming right back, defensively got a stop, went right back into the end zone again, and that pretty much sealed the deal and took the momentum away from uh, from the Tennessee Titans and pretty much disarmed Derrick Henry at that point because uh, they couldn't go to him the way they would normally do. They kind of got out of their offense. So uh, and that's exactly what they wanted. Uh, the defense got the job done tonight. Uh, one of the most amazing statistics tonight uh, is, uh, like I said, Gary Ellison alongside. Packers with zero penalties tonight. Not one penalty tonight for the Packers, only three for the Tennessee Titans. Is, is that just because it's in the snow? Gary, that, that you either one you don't see it, or guys are just kind of moving a little bit slower, or not one penalty, nothing. I, I think I think for the first time, Bill, we saw a team that was focused. I mean, like four quarters is what you saw. Not only did you not see a penalty, did we say did we see J.K. Scott at all? Did he punt? Um. Well, we saw him t- make the tackle. Yeah, well, finally. We saw him make a tackle. That, you? you would yeah. mention that. So I, I like that. I like to see yeah, J.K. Scott I, I get out there. I give him his yeah. props. I don't think they punted the football at all tonight. Um, and that's another. You So the, the, 
to me, when you're when, no Tennessee, penalties, yeah, no punt returns, no punts, you, you're seeing a, a team, whether the Packers or whoever, playing almost an absolute perfect game. Had Rodgers not thrown an interception, that would have been it. I mean, that would have right. been every bit of a perfect game that you can have as from an offensive standpoint there is. You saw offense tonight that was just in on it, and then you saw a defense that was good enough to with Mike Patton to make these subtle changes to go against you know this this Titans defense. I mean, in in obvious run situation, eight guys in the box. Obvious passing situation, he's blitzing Kevin King. He's dropping linebackers to the sideline. I mean, you saw uh, Christian Kirksey get an interception. What is he doing way over on the sideline, Bill, getting that pick? Right. You you, you saw tonight, you, you saw uh, Rashawn Gary. I mean, right now, he is playing. He's probably playing the best linebacker right now out of him and Preston Smith, I think, is Rashawn Gary. So when we started talking about these guys, who they're going to – and I hate doing this – who they're going to sign next year, Preston Smith may be the odd guy out next year. Bring in Gary, who you'll have mm-hmm. on a rookie contract. Maybe you're able to sign Lindsley and Aaron Jones because you don't have to pay Preston Smith all that money. Kevin King is not and never say never, but Kevin King is not going to command that much money on the open market. Right, just because of his health, he's been so banged Correct. up. Yeah. Um, Dennis says, talk about the defense. Alexander, Gary, Savage, Smith brothers. Barnes, Amos, everybody playing extremely well. He's 100% correct. Yeah. Um, when you when you think about uh, Jair Alexander, he's been considered by many. Specifically, they've talked about him over the last three or four mm-hmm. weeks on the broadcast about being a lockdown corner. Rashawn Gary, obviously, we know he's coming on. Darnell Savage is playing unbelievably well. Really, the second half of this season, he is. had he put this kind of a season together for a whole season, He'd be a guy that you'd be talking about being a Pro Bowl snub because he's playing so right. well right now. And then, obviously, ever since they had that conversation with Mike Pettin, Zedarius and Preston Smith, those guys have been nothing but pressure. They, they've well, been really consistent pressure on quarterbacks. Well, your two first-round picks, Bill, on defense, Savage and Gary, have mm. played well the last four weeks, and that's what you need. Right. Yep. No doubt. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Joel listening to us on the south side of Milwaukee. Joel, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Um, first of all, this would be a rule that if you're a GM and you draft a quarterback in the first round and the other quarterback on your roster gets MVP, that you should be fired. That should, that should be a rule. Um, but that's not why I'm calling Gary. We agree to disagree. Um, we agree that Aaron Jones, he's better than Dylan. I agree with you on that. However, we disagree. I don't think you can give him a second contract. I think running backs on their second contracts are team killers. Um, and what Dylan showed you today is not that he's better than Jones, but that you can get production at the running back position and still be a bargain. Up until now, Jones has been one of the best bargains in the NFL because you got him in the fifth round. He's not making any money, but – the fact that his peers at the same position, what they've been getting paid at the same production, the fact that he just signed Drew Rosenhaus, like you can't give him that kind of money because after next year, Adams is a free agent. Jair Alexander is a free agent. Like you just gave Bakhtiari all this money. You're talking about Lindsley. Like there's guys who I think are more rare that you have to pay secure. Whereas Jones, you got him in the fifth round and like, he's been productive. He's a good guy. Like, you know, a fan favorite. I get all that. Um, personally, I don't care that he's a nice guy. That's that's fine. But 
you need guys who have value. You need guys who can produce. He produces, but if you give him a second contract, he doesn't have the same value. This year, the Packers should absolutely get to the Super Bowl. They'll be underdogs against the Chiefs, and they probably need a turnover and get lucky, but they should get to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with anything that you just said, so it's not that we agree to disagree. I'm just saying that Aaron Jones is the better back. I'm just saying that Aaron Jones makes your offense go better than Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, and and that's I, just what he brings to the table. I mean, you could you win games with Williams and uh, A.J. Dillon? Yeah, but 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 you can't coach what Aaron Jones brings to the table. And if you let him go, you'll see that next year. Puts more pressure on everybody else. Put more pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Because, I mean, there, there's some plays where Jones just bail you out. You look at Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, they can't do none of that stuff. So they've got to figure it out. It's not up for me to decide who to pay. Uh, if they don't want to pay him, fine, so be it. You got the MVP, deal with it. Uh, but I, I'm just saying to you that Aaron Jones made life much easier for the offensive linemen, for for Aaron Rodgers, and all those, and basically for the defense as well, because he's a home run hitter, and they don't have another guy like him. I, I and it's not that AJ Dillon can't hit one. AJ Dillon doesn't have that same breakout speed. That well, same he's not taking. That, a, he's not taking right. seventy-five. Right, and and the other and thing he's is not, and, he, and he's not, and he's not catching the ball. Bill, he's not running it for 75 to the house, and he's not catching a 75-yard touchdown pass either. Right. So the, the, the thing about it is with A.J. Dillon, I'm not knocking him. Or what I'm no, saying is, is one, it's one game. Mm-hmm. Let me see this. I mean, we've seen this now consistently for two seasons with, with, with Aaron Jones. Once they started using him and utilizing him once he got healthy and Mike McCarthy left and they started actually making an offense around – the run game, you started to see his value and what he has. If A.J. Dillon does this consistently, absolutely. You know, if they continue to use him, if they use him in the Bears game and then they use him consistently in the postseason, they say, okay, you've got something here. I get it. I'm all for it. I understand it. And I go back to what the caller said about the value because the value would be so much more mm-hmm. for A.J. Dillon versus what right. Aaron Jones brings to the table, but you lose that dynamic, that un- that intangible. But I agree with you. Like if you if there's a way to keep him, I'd want to see him keep him. He is exactly. another. He is your other guy. He's so your we talk other about guy. who's going to be the number two to Devontae. Adams. He's your That's number him. two. That's him, Bill. That's, That's him. him. He's your number That's two. Him. That's why you don't have to go get another receiver. I will say this. I go on limb right now and say this. I don't need to see any more AJ Dillon. I know what he is. He's a bruiser. Yeah. He's he's Eddie Lacy. He he can do what he did tonight. He probably could do every single game. That's who he is. You you can get up on a team and hand it off to twenty eight and let him just wear guys down. That's mm-hmm. who he is, and, and that's fine. I mean, I, I don't need to see him because that's what he did. What he did tonight is what he did in Boston College. I don't need to see any more. But 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 there, there's a place and time for a running back like that. Is that if you can get up and get a lead. You can ride the big shoulders of a guy like that to wear a team down. He can do that for like four or five years easily. Mm-hmm. 855-830-8648. He's not Derrick Henry. Now that's a difference. No, no, no. You're you, that. You're right. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, L listening to us in Philadelphia. L, what's going on, man? Mm-mm-mm. Good good evening, fellas. How y'all doing? Doing well tonight, L man. What's happening? 
Oh, man, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful feeling, man. All these people talking about they back on and that they believe. Listen, man, <laughs> people find the most smallest things to nitpick and, and, and complain about. And look how we played tonight. Everybody was talking about how this dude going to run over us. He going to have 200 yards rushing. He going to do this. He going to do that. Still don't even have, he didn't have 100 yards rushing. And when I say it's so good, it's so gratifying to see these young players come around and finally get the opportunity to step up and step up. It's so gratifying to see A.J. Dillon finally come in there. He probably was fired up because you got a big bruising back that everybody's talking about, big, bad King Henry. When he big and bad, his darn self, but just didn't get the opportunity to do so, being as though he was on the COVID list and he wasn't getting the reps that he needed to get. I think we really found our replacement for Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams going to walk. So... I'm, and I'm and I'm I mean I want that man to get his money and it would be great to keep him around. He gives the team great energy. But AJ Dillon the deal. And we gotta figure out a way to sign um um what's the name? Um uh, Aaron Aaron Jones back. And like you guys said with Corey Lindsay, I totally agree with y'all wholeheartedly in everything that you're saying. I'm just excited to see um what we're gonna do in Chicago next week and we get a boss so everybody can rest everybody up. See Aaron Rodgers get this MVP and we're gonna win this Super Bowl, man. I'm I'm psyched. I'm there's nothing going to deter me for anything else. It don't even matter. He can come out and put a stinker up next week. I'm still on board. I'm still confident what the Packers going to do, and I'm riding this thing into the into the ship sinks, and it ain't going to sink. So that's all I'm going to now. Do. Appreciate it, Al. Now here's the thing: the Packers they won today, but since Seattle won and New Orleans also won, both of those teams are behind the Packers by a game. Packers are twelve and three. New Orleans eleven and four. Seattle is eleven and four. If Seattle wins and the Packers lose, Seattle then becomes the top dog in the NFC. New Orleans would still remain tied with the Green Bay Packers and would still remain behind them. But if the Packers lose to Chicago next week and Seattle wins next week, then Seattle becomes the number one overall seed in the NFC. I mean, I think that's the way the scenario broke down. But tonight, the Packers did not lock up the number one seed in the NFC because the Rams did not beat Seattle. Had the Rams beaten Seattle, then the Packers would have been the number one overall seed with nobody able to catch them. But since Seattle ended up winning that game, uh, that's the reason that Seattle is still in the hunt for the number one overall seed. So, uh, And in addition to that, uh, the Chicago Bears, they got to win. If the Bears lose next week and Arizona wins next week, Arizona goes to the postseason. The Bears do not. So the Bears have to win, and they're in. Arizona has to win and hope for a Bears loss, and that's the way Arizona then vaults the Bears, or that's the way Arizona vaults the Bears and gets into the postseason. So there's a lot riding on that game between the Packers and the Bears next week. It's you're not going to walk into Lambeau or into a Soldier Field and start sitting guys at this point. Because there's so much riding on it, you want that number one overall seat. You saw what the weather did tonight, and you'd like to be able to play in, in those kind of conditions. Speaking of Chicago, let's go to Chicago. Jim is listening to us down in Chicago. Jim, how you doing, man? What's going on? Oh, I'm doing fantastic tonight. Um, you know, I'd like to, to talk to, you know, we, we've all been kind of wringing our hands over the last few weeks and, uh, you know, talking about the other teams in the NFC who are better than us. So let's, let's just kind of look at some of those teams. So, you know, the Saints went into Philly and lost recently. Um, you know, the, the, the Seahawks lost to the Giants at home. And then the Rams lost to the Jets at home. Now, we haven't had a loss like that. I mean, uh, the thing is, yeah, we lost to the Vikings, but, you know, sometimes you have a hiccup. You know, it is what it is. But I think after tonight, I, how are we not the best team in the NFC? And then, I mean, the other thing is, this, this first round by 
is golden this year. You're talking two games at your own house to get to the Super Bowl. And I'd be willing to bring any one of those NFC teams, you know, bring the Buccaneers, the Saints, the Seahawks, whoever, to Lambeau for the next, uh, you know, the, the next couple of weeks to, to, to get to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, the thing is, tonight was a classic example of why the number one seed is so important to us. So we maintain our focus for next week, and uh, I don't see how we're not getting to the Super Bowl. I would, uh, first of all, I appreciate the phone call. I would agree in the sense that what you saw tonight is the reason that you want to have home field advantage. And, and Gary, sure. you know yeah. you know the difference. You know, like Tom Brady's down in Tampa. He's not afraid of the cold weather, but he's no. living in warm weather. You know what it's like living in cold weather and then walking out and that playing in cold weather. Opposed- real thin. Yes, it does. <laughs> it, it just it it's it there's just something different to it about when you play mm-hmm. in it and you you live in it every day versus mm-hmm. when you come and visit and you walk out and go wow uh, i didn't realize what this is like right and and you were just saying i'd rather have arizona make it than chicago yeah yeah now like i said last week the bears fans were thinking this is the 10-year anniversary since the Packers ended up going on their run. The Packers played the Bears. Remember, the Pack- or the Bears didn't they, – they played hard, but they the Packers mm-hmm. whooped them early. So the Bears took their foot off the gas and started sitting, guys. And remember, Erlocker said like two years after the fact, he's like, no, we were playing to win. They just whooped right. our ass. Right. And the Packers whooped their ass. They get into the postseason. They go to Philly, they get a win. They go to Atlanta, they get a win. And then they came back for the NFC Championship game, and they knocked them off at Soldier Field. Bears fans are starting to believe that the Bears mm-hmm. are that good. They're on the magic carpet ride. They're going to win next week. They're going to get in. And the next thing you know, they're going to end up facing Green Bay in an NFC Championship game. And they're going to steal those bragging rights back by heading to a Super Bowl via the uh, the uh, um, you know the NFC Championship game and getting to a Super Bowl through, through Lambeau Field. I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll see. That's why next week, week's game is important for a lot of different reasons. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Got a lot of people on hold as well. Hang in there. Packers get a win 40-14. to They go to 12-3 and on the season and still a big one coming up next week down at Soldier Field. Stay tuned. Gary Ellison, I'm Bill Michaels. we got more of the Green and Gold Postgame Show coming up next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. How did Green Bay's first score of the game happen? Who helped to put the points on the board? It's time for the Schulze Family Beef score of the game. Schulze Family Beef, providing high-quality pasture-raised beef for three generations from their Wisconsin family farm to your family table. Check out their selection and place your order today at SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Tonight's first score of the game, Devontae Adams on the opening drive for the Green Bay Packers. He goes a quick out pattern. Aaron Rodgers hits him. Here it is. First and goal from the five-yard line. Good toss out to Adams, and Adams dives. Does he get in? He does. Touchdown. Boy, that was methodical. Down the field they went. Eight plays, four runs, four passes, and made it look easy. Eight plays, 60 yards, five minutes, five seconds. Uh, the PAT was failed, uh, but it ended up six to nothing. That was the first score of the game, and that's uh, brought to you by our friends at Schulze Family Beef. Schulze Family Beef, they've been doing it for a long time, uh, providing high-quality pasture-raised beef for three generations from their Wisconsin family farm to your family table. Check out their selection and place your order today at SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That is Schulze Family Beef. 
NBCSportsGrid.com. Al Michaels on the call for the uh, Sunday Night Football crew on NBC. Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. 40-14, to 14, the Packers get a win in the contest today. Tonight, the Packers did not punt at all. They did not commit a penalty at all. They are the second team in the Super Bowl era to have zero punts. Zero penalties in a single game along with the Patriots in their 43-40 to win over the Chiefs on October fourteenth, two 2018. That's when you know you're playing some good football, Bill. Really. That's, uh, like you said, that's a different level of concentration. I thought it was most impressive. Look, I had tweeted out, I said, you know, when the Packers had that chance uh, on that fourth down call by Matt LaFleur and he decided not to kick it, I thought, oh, boy, you know, because now you're opening the door. If they go down and score, you don't get this, they go down and score, then what could have been a four-possession game travels to a two-possession game. And all of a sudden, you bring Derrick Henry back into the mix. You had a chance to kind of close it out and just put the ball in Tannehill's hand and just let him throw it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that was the argument coming into the game was make sure you get up as many scores as you can and possessions as you can so that way it's in Tannehill's hands and they're not just going to run the football. Correct. And then it played out exactly that way. You know, suddenly, mm-hmm. I mean, I was listening, like I said, to the broadcast, and even John Kuhn said those players were, quote, fired up heading in at halftime because they knew they dodged a bullet, and now you let them back into the door, you know, that you left open. And right. uh, But credit to the Green Bay Packers because, Gary, they have not been traditionally good in that third quarter. They Once uh, the, the defense gave up that score, the Packers went down methodically, uh, much like you heard the call right there, I mean, they went that, that three-play 66 yards. Really, it was gashed open by Aaron Jones in that big run in which they didn't throw the you know the uh, the challenge flag because he did step out. But um, it, kudos to the Packers' offense and, and Matt LaFleur because they didn't waver. They went right back at it. They ended up putting the ball in the end zone. And then right after that, again, still in the third quarter, they get the ball back, and then A.J. Dillon rips off the 30-yard run after the pick. Uh, and, and, again, it goes back to they got up by a couple of scores. They knew they needed to throw the football, and sure enough, they throw the football and they throw a pick right into uh, right into the arms uh, of the defender, and then A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon did the rest with a 30-yard run. So it, right. it really did make a difference tonight. No, and you saw, Bill, you know, right away, second half, Titans tried to reestablish the run game, and, and, that's, what, and that's what the Colts did in the second half. They came back out. They rolled their running backs, and Rodgers really never got into a rhythm and saw the football. And you saw the Titans try to do that, but but the defense just played so well, they wouldn't allow that to happen. 855-830-8640. Let's go to Kenny listening to us in Let's Marietta. Kenny, Kenny, what's going on, man? Hey, Bill. Hey, Gary. How you guys doing tonight? Is, is this Marietta, Georgia? You bet, baby. Oh, well, you know I'm from Albany, right? Yes, sir. I was just in Albany when I went to St. Augustine last uh, November. All right. What's the weather like down there? It was 55 degrees today. <laughs> How about go. that, Bill? <laughs> there you go. What you, what you got, buddy? First of all, Bill, I'm enjoying the wagon wheel. So. Oh, cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, pretty cool. I got three points. First point is, I was sitting here trying to figure out how can we sign Corey Lindsley and Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. And and Gary kind of touched on it. Preston Smith with the emergence of Rashawn Gary, unfortunately, I had to be the odd man out to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, my second point is, when is the rest of the NFL going to realize that, you know, throwing in Jair's direction is not very profitable? You know, it's one thing. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And then A.J. Dillon, I think we should make him the X factor in the playoffs and put all three of them in the backfield if we can make it work. Well, I think what's going to happen, and thanks for your phone call. I appreciate it calling from my home state. I think what could happen, I don't know how money's work out, Bill, but I let Jam- Jamal Williams walk because right now to me, A.J. Dillon's a better back than Jamal Williams from what I can see. And I only see one game, but, I mean, I can pretty much tell. He's a better back. Uh I, I would, and I hate saying this, but Kevin King, I, I might part ways with him. If someone wants to throw him some big money, let him go. Um, the Packers have not, in years past, have they have not put a lot of emphasis on paying centers. And could they get away with it? I don't know. Would Elkin Jenkins be the solution to that center spot? No way. Uh, but you've had John Runyon play well this year. Uh, they've got another guy on their roster that they drafted that could also could come in and play center. Um, so I think there's a lot of things that they could do. Now, you know, we have B- Bakhtiari on our show, and Bakhtiari just he lobbied and just argued and just upset that Lindsey didn't make the Pro Bowl. Right. That's the type of player you'd be giving up at center is a Pro Bowl player in, in Corey Lindsley. That would be tough to give up. Right. On. Yep. No, I completely agree. Uh, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We have another hour yet to go. Packers get a win. They still hang on to the top spot in the NFC. We'll try to break it all down when we come back. 40-14, to 14, they get a win over the Titans. More of the Green and Gold postgame show coming up after this. Station strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill Michaels. Welcome back. And the Green Bay Packers get a win 40-14. to They knock off the Tennessee Titans. They are 12-3. and There's a lot of different scenarios where, and, and people are arguing over on Twitter and Facebook about whether or not the Packers can or can't clinch, and if they lose, they can't. Look, I, I've said, look, it's not a discussion. The Packers aren't going to lose to the Bears. Book it. I mean, it's just that simple. I'm just done with it. I'm done with it. Look, if the Packers – the head-to-head, if, if the Packers lose – and you've got Seattle winning, and then on top of that, you've got the New Orleans Saints winning, then everybody has the same record. Then the head-to-head goes out the window. You start to look into conference records and uh, common opponents and all that kind of stuff, and that's where it gets kind of dicey. And the Packers could lose that. The Packers could end up the number two seed and face then the Chicago Bears the following week. If that would happen, they would end up the two seed. They've done that uh, before. And face the Bears, yeah. so that you don't—they're not losing this game. It's just—I just book it. It's done. They're not going to lose it. I'm just—I'm saying it right now. I'm calling my shot. 
They're, they're not going to lose this game. I just I firmly believe it. Not going to happen. So I'm not worried about it. I know people are getting pissed off, but I don't care. They're not going to lose this game. I, I understand there's some trepidation, as we say. But no, nah, baby, not. Not going to happen. Packers aren't going to lose a game. I'm just feeling that kind of confidence. I don't know about you, Gary, but I'm I'm feeling pretty confident about the Packers taking on the Bears. Bear, Bears got a win, and people are all jacked up about, about it. Look at what Mitch Trubisky did. They, they beat a, a one-win team. Okay, good. They're not going to beat the Packers. Packers beat the hell out of them in the first game, and if the Packers play the way they did tonight with that same focus, no way, no way the Bears are going to beat them. No way. Yeah, you, you hope the Packers are, are rounding in shape right now. They're, you you, like they're, I've always said to win Playoff a championship, form. you got to right. You got to be good. Yeah. You got to get lucky, yeah. but you got to be healthy and you got to be hot. You got to get hot at the right time. Packers seem like they're getting kind of hot mm-hmm. at the right time. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's go to Joe listening to us in Racine. Joe, how you doing? Real good. Thanks for taking my call. Just, uh, I just, I, he's not the second coming, and I'm talking about A.J. Dillon, but what struck me tonight was, first of all, he, he got three first downs on third, ground, third down carries, which, which makes me feel good because you don't see that too often with the Packers. Uh, the other thing I thought, I, I guess I'm asking you two other things, is, the, is he another piece that the defenses have to worry about now? And I thought when he came in, when Jones came in after he's playing, it just seems all of a sudden to me Jones looks faster. You know, it just seems like such a change of pace when the when the two of them switch. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it, I know he's not running faster, but it just looked like he was quicker going around the you know around the end and everything. And it just you're 100 percent right. He is. So that's no, my yeah, you're right. Okay, no, appreciate the phone call. And Gary, that's what you and I talked about. I mean, Aaron Jones is quicker. He's faster. He's a different level of playmaker. He's a he's a much better receiver. He's a now. It's not to say that AJ Dillon can't become that because it took Aaron Aaron Jones a, a couple of years to do it. But I, I'm as much as I want to get excited about AJ Dillon, and I do. I just I'm kind of reserving my optimism because I just want to see more. No, it's yeah, not that I don't think he yeah. did didn't do great. He did. He did great. No, but I just want right. to see more. That's all. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Uh, let's do this real quick. Let's get to the drive of the game. And as much as we talk about touchdowns, this was the big play because, remember, the Titans took it into the end zone just before half, came back out in the second half, took that opening drive right down the field and scored. And you're kind of like, uh-oh, maybe we're seeing a wash, rinse, repeat here out of this Green Bay Packers team. But then Aaron Jones ripped off this controversial run. In 18, in 18. Start on the ground. Aaron Jones. Gets free. Looks like he'd be stopped early on. And Aaron Jones right now skirting the sideline, stays in bounds. And it's Adoree Jackson finally running him down. So Jones looked like he was stopped in the line of scrimmage, bounced it to the outside, and goes all the way down to set up a first down and goal. 59 yards, but remember, he did step out of bounds. No challenge flag thrown. Otherwise, that would have come back a ways. But nevertheless, right after that, an eight-yard pass to Devontae Adams to from Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers then answered the 14-point outburst by the Tennessee Titans to go up 26-14 with the PAT, and they didn't look back from there. And that is brought to you by our friends uh, at uh, Chevy. Chevy, check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealers. Go to WisconsinDriveChevy.com. That's WisconsinDriveChevy.com for the drive of the game. 
Uh, let's get back to the phone calls and uh, talk to all of you that are hanging out there. We've got to get to everybody. Let's go to Jay listening to us in North Carolina, getting everywhere tonight. Jay, how you doing? Hey, man, I've been waiting all – I've been listening to you guys all season. I've been waiting for this game. And, I, man, man, I knew it, I knew it was uh, – like I said, I'm a believer. But I really started to believe when my dad was like, get him a big screen TV for Christmas because he wanted to watch the Super Bowl on the biggest screen I could get him. So I got him a 75-inch TV for Christmas. And, man, Ooh. we watched it. Right. Yeah, man. He was serious. He was like, we're going all the way. So he was like – so we watched we watched it today and man I'm telling you man yeah I mean to beat the Packers you gotta play perfect like you gotta be on your A game we had no penalties no turnovers if you play like that you can't beat a team like that I mean it's it's just crazy like we gotta completely self destruct for for you to beat us you gotta be perfect and you gotta have a self destruct so man I'm pumped man like as far as Jones like we gonna either have to franchise dude or draft somebody with a similar profile. You know, athletic profile of him because him and Dylan together, man, they like the perfect compliment, man. Like I said, so I, I mean, I think they gonna, I think Lindsley, he's gonna walk. They gonna let that um, who, uh, what's his name, Runyon or the guy, the, the panic, whoever the other offensive lineman they got. Mm-hmm. Lindsley's walking, uh, King is walking. So either we gonna draft the running back, cornerback, and like you said, Preston Smith, he might be out. So you know. The draft is far away, but, man, we're going no way, man. Packers fans, y'all need to believe, bro. This team is for real. Thank y'all, man. You the man. You the man. He's fired up. When you buy a 75-inch TV for the dad because you know dad <laughs> says they're going to Super Bowl, that's right. like booking it. You're in. Right? You're yep. bought in, Bill. That's it. Yeah, that's sir. booking it right there. That's I, I like it. that. I like that. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to uh, Dan listening to us in Racine. Dan, how you doing? What's going on? I'm good, man. Thanks for taking my call. I'm doing 35 under the speed limit so I can get this call in. So, <laughs> you the man. Hey, so just be careful driving, man. They're just putting some salt down now. So just giving you a little PSA there for you fellas. Um, couple questions, man. I'm, I'm, I was currently uh, quite surprised at the outcome, man. I was not picking this game. I mean, until I seen the stadium, then I said, oh, yeah, we got this. But on paper and everything, it looked pretty more even than, than I thought the score would be. Um, I think the sad thing is I think we've seen the last of Jones. That's a shame. Um, they got to patch up special teams, man, or they're, they're not going to make it. I'm just saying that right now. They, their special teams are atrocious. Um, other than that, what can you say, man? They, they, look pretty, they look really good. I, I, like I said, I think, I, I think they're going to be there. I just don't. They got to make special teams special. Yeah. And they're not doing it for me. Um, the other thing is, uh, just for Gary, I'm going to give yeah. you two towns. You tell me what you think of it. Brunswick, Georgia. One yeah. word answer. Uh, Brunswick, Georgia. My auntie lives there. Great fishing. <laughs> there you go. What about, uh, this is this is a premier spot. I think this is my retirement home. St. Okay. Simon's Island. St. Simon's, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say uh, a bargain. Hey, you know what? I'm going to give you this before I get off the phone, though. That is the number one spot for the most sharks in North America. Yeah, it is right now. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Freaky. Hey, hey, I was down there, and I caught a hammerhead offshore. I am not. First time ever fishing saltwater. Unbelievable, man. What a place. Dynamic fishing down there. Hey, yeah, you guys is. have a safe trip home, man. All Be right. careful out there and um, go pack. Sure. 
There you go. Little 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 deviation from sports there for a while down to sport right. fishing off of the uh, off of the cup. Well, fishing is sport. Bill, Bill, you, fishing you is a fish, sport. You don't fish much, do you? I I don't fish as much as I used to. I used to fish yeah. all the time. Yeah. But see, I I I want to go fishing here, but I'm I I don't have a bass boat. I like to go bass fishing. I'm not a northern you guy. Have I'm a not, boat. You know what, what kind of boat you got? But I don't have a bass. But I got 21 foot run around. You know, I I you know. Take it over to the well, inland lakes and go bar hopping. Yeah, just throw a line out, man. Just throw <laughs> go bar hopping. Just throw yeah. a line out, man. Anchor it and throw that's a line when, out. Dude. That's when you kind of just jump into it and you go out by yourself and you just yeah. cruise. I don't have like a, I don't have a trolling motor. I don't have none of that. You don't you need know. a trolling motor. Just anchor it, man, and throw a line yeah. out, dude. Maybe Get I'll your favorite cigar, day. your favorite girl, and just throw oh, a line boy, out. Oh, boy, I tell you what. The cigars have been good. <laughs> the cigars have been good. I had a good Christmas. Oh yeah. boy, I had a good Christmas. Yeah, good man. I gotta get you over here. Yeah, yeah. You gotta well, get over to the to the to the yeah. to the new bar. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I gotta Com- get over there. I just I used to want complete cigar co- fan and everything. Yeah, I don't want to give you COVID yet, bro. Uh, I don't. I've already had it. I'm done with it. <laughs> well, see, I have it. Done with it. Well, you're good. I'm done with it. You're I'm done with. Go. I'm good. You good? I already kicked yeah. his ass and had him done yeah, with it. No, Book I, it. It was yeah. done. Yeah, I haven't had hey, speaking of, okay, once you get the shot, come over. You better yet, we'll maybe do the shots here. Get somebody to give us this here. Here's That'd be good. The uh, injury report: the only one that came up uh, injured tonight. Uh, you had uh, Ricky Wagner go down with a knee injury. Yeah, Other did. than that, the Packers yeah. got it. Yeah, he they didn't get look hurt good. every week on the offensive line, don't they? Yeah, can they, they ever just skip a get? Beat. No, they can just never get an offensive line that they start with and end with. It doesn't happen right. for them. Don't, man, miss oh, don't miss a beat. Don't miss a beat. He was the mm-hmm. only one that went down with that uh, right knee injury. Uh, and the injury report brought to you by our friends at Tayback Law a Veteran. If you feel you've been wrongfully denied your benefits, veterans, contact Tayback for the payback at Tayback, T-A-B-A-K, TaybackAttorneys.com. That is TaybackAttorneys.com. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More phone calls here from Aaron Rodgers after the ball game as well. we got Mike Clemens coming up around the corner. Matt LaFleur as well. we got a lot more to get to. He's Gary Ellison. I'm Bill Michaels. Packers go to 12-3. and They get the 40-14 to win over the Tennessee Titans. Does this one convince you this team could get to a Super Bowl? Stay tuned. we got more coming up right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Sometimes you gotta stick. And sometimes you gotta hit. Let's find out the hit of the game. Brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. Building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. Welcome back to the program. Packers get a win. They go to 12-3 and on the season, an effort to a 13-3 and season in back-to-back years under their new head coach, Matt LaFleur, only a year and a half, year and three quarters into this thing. They get a 40-14 to win over the Tennessee Titans, and next week they got the Chicago Bears. That's a noon kickoff and a lot riding on it. The Packers win. They win the overall number one seed in the NFC. The Bears win, and the Bears are in the postseason. The Bears lose. And the Cardinals win. The Cardinals are in the postseason, and the Bears are then out of the postseason. So a lot riding on this game coming up uh, this week. Arizona gets a win with a Chicago loss or a tie, and Arizona in. uh, If Arizona gets a tie and a Chicago loss, Arizona is in. 
So a lot, a lot going on right now regarding uh, tiebreakers coming up. So we'll see what uh, see what transpires next week, and all the other scenarios are going to come out. But I'm not worried about it because the Packers are going to win next Sunday. I'm 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 good with that. Well, the Bears are a different football team than when they play early on with with Trubisky. I think he's playing a much better football right now. They've got a run game with Montgomery going right now. The defense is starting to play a little bit better because they're not on the field too much. It'll be an interesting game because you're going to get another, and and not Montgomery's not Derrick Henry, but you're going to get another offense that's very similar to the offense they just just played in the Titans. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Uh, Real quick, let's go to Eric listening to us in Tallahassee, Florida. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Bill? Uh, Eric, can I ask you a question? So, Bill, Eric, Eric, Gary's got a question for you, Eric, real quick. Eric, question for you. Uh, Gabby or Leon? Well, my wife went to Leon, so I'm a huge Leon fan. There it is. Bill, Tallahassee, Godby is a high school. Leon is a high school. They're both the rivals. My high school coach, Willie Thomas, came from Tallahassee, Godby, to Monroe High School in Albany to coach us, and we got into like a sub subsectional against Valdosta, Georgia. I'm sure he's very familiar with Valdosta mm-hmm. High School. There you go. Oh, man, Valdosta High School is a huge, huge Georgia high school football program. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. So, so Bill, long-time listener, back from the days in Cincinnati, back from Homer days, for God's sake. Oh, man, oh he's wow. Going way, Bill, he's going yeah. way back with all of us. Oh, so my the, God. B- so he's all over uh, Elder then, right, Bill? Yeah, because Elder, as a matter of fact, they just did, a, and I'll divert for a minute, but they just did the top high school <laughs> must-sees in the country, and the pit was, number, was uh, like number two for uh for high school football to to go in on your bucket list of high school stadiums to go to the pit was number two i think so anyway i'm sorry i digress yeah, go ahead okay we're reminiscing discussed you went to the ohio state for god's sakes <laughs> for god's sakes <laughs> for god's sakes right two horseshoes we're good to go but, but so, so here here's my concern um going forward packers play great on defense tonight god love them for them really worried about the ricky wagner injury yeah um that just that just sucks so much uh, flexibility out of the offensive line, um, but we'll see what we get. You know, this team still is what it has been for the last ten years, and that's as far as Aaron Rodgers is going to take us. Sure. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. I am more optimistic today than I probably have been. Since what 2014, mm-hmm. 2015, right? Mm-hmm. But but you know, Savage, fantastic. Gary, fantastic. Um, you know, Jenkins, fantastic. Boy, they're getting a lot of productivity out of a lot of the draft picks. But mm-hmm. wow, you know, one stupid play away from just not doing what we need to do. And and I'm really concerned about special teams. Curious to what you guys think. Yes, yeah, special teams are not special. I mean, they need to upgrade that. They need to find a return guy. And they just really haven't been able to do that since Randall Cobb in his heyday. They just haven't found a guy. So they need to get better there. I, I like Scott, Bill. I, I don't know about you. A lot of people talk about his tackling. They didn't bring him in and tackle anybody. No. Okay. So if he's got a tackle, that means they got problems somewhere else. I mean, that that's supposed to happen before they get to the punter. 
Right. So they, they brought him in to punt the football. But they, they're not dynamic at punt return or kickoff return right now. I, which they're not – the special teams continue to, to unfortunately rear their ugly head. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it just it, – now tonight they got lucky because it was a five-yard penalty. Still didn't end up, you know, converting. Uh, they kind of mm-hmm. basically staved off the inevitable for a couple of plays, but they ended up giving it up. But, again, you saw a special teams problem that gets exploited, and, you know, you saw a missed PAT by uh, by Mason Crosby tonight, something mm-hmm. that very rarely happens, but I don't know Fair. if I just give it mm-hmm. to him because it was on a slick service in the weather uh, or what. But, you know, again, they overload one side. Blocking becomes an issue. One guy shoots the gap, gets a paw up. They knock down and another attempt after that. So, again, special teams part of the problem. Uh, again tonight and you know Gary look if there's one thing that can cost you even though we don't talk about it that much during the regular season you don't have perfect special teams in the postseason you get screwed you can right, end up finding your way out of it real right, quick it's a big momentum swing yep and no they, doubt they got they got to figure that out uh tonight the hit of the game let's get to it Zedaria Smith brings the juice they're a little tentative with some of these routes. They're forced to at this point. That 19 to nothing. Look out, Tannehill from behind, and he gets sacked back at the 13-yard line. Zadarius Smith came in as the sack leader on this team with 11 and a half and picks up one more. There you go. That's the hit of the game, the hit of the game. Brought to you by our friends at the Boilermaker Local 107, building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. You can check out their apprenticeship opportunities. Go to Boilermakers107.com. That is Boilermakers107.com. By the way, the updated scenarios, and I was going over this, and I, I, I just because I do say that, you know, I don't really, I don't care, and this is the way it's going to happen, and the Packers are going to, you know, don't, don't clinch. And, uh, look, uh, they can clinch. This is the way it can all work out for the Packers when you talk about um, – uh, being able to uh, the updated scenario to win the NFC. Now the Packers have to beat the Bears next week at Soldier Field right. to ensure the number one seat. That they win, they're in. They're the number one seat. Uh, a Seattle loss against the 49ers would also guarantee the Packers a first round bye, regardless of what the Packers do. Okay. Now if the Packers lose and Seattle and New Orleans both win, it would then be New Orleans topping the NFC standings. That's the way it would work out because then they get into conference and then they get into familiar opponents. So it, it, the head-to-head goes out the window, and then it gets into a three-way tiebreaker, which is conference records, and then from there, if they're the same, then it goes into um, uh, the tiebreakers between the conference uh, common opponents, I should say. But the Packers would have one le- – because they would lose to the Bears, that's a conference loss. That would be one more loss. So the Packers would automatically go to the next seed down, and New Orleans would then win the uh, win the tiebreaker, and they would be the top dog. So that's that would be kind of how it works out. So that's – so the Packers just look. They win and they're in. They win and see – or even if they lose and Seattle loses, then there's not a two – there's not a three-way tie. So it would basically still be head-to-head. So if Seattle wins, that's going to force it in, into that three-way tiebreaker if the Packers should happen to lose, and then therefore New Orleans would win because of the common opponents. So that's kind of how that works out. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to uh, Vin listening to us in Connecticut, still on hold. Vin, how you doing? How we doing, guys? Hey, doing Vin. well, Vin. It's a stu- I know it was a stupid question to ask because I'm doing pretty damn good, too, about this win tonight, too, you know? <laughs> yep. 
But you know what I wanted? The, the one thing I want to lead off with, with you guys is, you know, where's all, um, where's all the every, you know, we won a game again tonight against a really good team with a winning record. Where's all the, where's all the Packers fans that always gotta nitpick everything when we win, huh? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Well, right now you you know this was the game everybody looked to though, Vin, to say, hey, if you beat a good team, then we'll become believers. When they beat them and they beat them quite handily, and they held Derrick Henry under a hundred yards and didn't allow him into the end zone. So now you're like everything that you were kind of thinking would happen didn't happen, and the Packers played well. Now you get, you have no choice but to say they can beat anybody on any given Sunday. It doesn't ensure you a Super Bowl appearance, but it certainly says a lot more about your team, and you have to feel better about it. Yeah. And I'm just like I said, I'm just glad we can all we can all enjoy this together. I mean, it, it feels good for once. For all Packer fans are you know on the same page with a, with a good win tonight too. You know, Bill. I completely agree with you. And like completely, said, it was a good win. A, I, 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 we know what the Packers' offense can do. We all know that. It's just if that Packer defense looked like it did, I mean, I just I still can't believe they held Derrick Derrick Henry. Was it under 100 yards or was it at 100 yards tonight? It was it was just under it was ninety like ninety six or something like that. Yeah. I was just uh, ninety eight ninety eight. I was just very stunned they held him on the and like I said if they if they can look like that going into the playoffs I'm telling you I called you guys all year and I said the NFC is wide open anything can happen and I like your slogan the last couple of weeks too why not the Packers you know that's it why not <laughs> so you guys have a good night all right thanks bud appreciate thanks it man he the man. There you go. Why not the Packers? We said that, Yeah, Gary. why not? Yeah, why not? You know, why not Green Bay, you know? Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll hear from Aaron Rodgers. Packers get a win 40-14. to They are 12-3. and They are on the cusp of a 13-3 and season. The Bears are on the docket. We'll hear from the quarterback next on the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Somebody stood out today. That player is the Van Horn MVP of the game. Let's see who Bill and Gary choose from today's game. Brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group. Locations throughout Wisconsin and Iowa. Family born and employee owned. On the web at vanhornauto.com. Welcome back. Packers get a win. A reminder, I think I said earlier that the the Packers-Bears game was noon. It has actually been moved to 325. That game is 325 next weekend. So just an FYI, so we're all clear, that Packers game is moved to 325 next weekend. You also have Seattle and San Francisco at 325 next weekend, and you have New Orleans and the Carolina Panthers at 325 next weekend. So all three of those games that have implications for the top spot in the NFC will all be going on at the same time. Should be a wild and wooly one next week so gary the mvp of this game so you, i mean defensively you look at zadaria smith right had a sack he had a bunch of tackles he had a couple of tackles he had some uh, he had a forced fumble tonight all kinds of stuff obviously you still got um, uh darnell savage jr playing extremely well but then again you got to look and 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 aj Dillon comes in 21 carries yes. 124 yards and two touchdowns yeah. Aaron Rodgers certainly going to be the front runner now for the MVP, right. but I, I AJ Dillon had a big game. I'm going to go in the direction of AJ Dillon. I agree you like with that? you, buddy. Oh yeah, I agree that's, with you, buddy. That, that's 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 our call. Yes. AJ Dillon, our MVP. Van Horn Automotive, uh, with locations throughout Wisconsin and in Iowa. They're family born and employee owned, and you can check them out on the web at vanhornauto.com. Van Horn brings you the MVP of the game. 
That is VanHornAuto.com. Uh, let's do this. Aaron Rodgers just spoke to the media. Let's at least listen to a couple of minutes of what Aaron had to say after this uh, big win. Let's hear from the QB of today's game. Let's hear what number 12 has to say after this one. Brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they always pay green for your gold. RobertHackDiamonds.com. There you go. That was Aaron Rodgers uh, after the ball game. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, he's going to join us for the final segment of the program. That's coming up next on the Green and Gold Postgame Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Packers get a win, 40-14. to They knock off Tennessee. They go to 12-3 and on the season. They still hold on to the top spot in the NFC. We'll give you the breakdown of how they can win it. Well, they win next week. They've won it. Uh, but if they lose, there's a different uh, scenario for the Green Bay Packers. So we'll, we'll get you all of that information coming up here in just a moment. Uh, in the meantime, Gary Ellison alongside Mike Clements. Let's go up to uh, Lambeau Field and talk to Mike. And uh, Mike, solid win for the Packers tonight. Matt LaFleur, very happy. I thought well, I was so impressed when LaFleur gets these guys off the street. Jay Sternberger out now two and a half weeks with a concussion. And this Dominique Daphne guy that we talked about last week, off the street from Indiana State. He's been in the program about six or seven weeks. Started working him in. They liked him on special teams. There he is in the opening drive. That's an unscouted look. you know. Mm-hmm. And that's got the, the, the Titans trying to figure out what's going on. But, of course, the big story is your rookie running back in A.J. Dillon you know, gets 124 yards, and you hold you hold Derrick Henry to under 100 yards. Matt Lafleur after the win. Henry to under 100 yards. That that is a win. They knew they were going to feed the ball to to Derrick, and and our guys were flying around. It was complimentary football at its finest, and that's what it's going to take for us to continue to move on and, and get wins and end up where we'd all like to end up. Mike, you're right about this Daphne kid, right? All of a sudden, I see him in a game where, like, only Brian Gutenkus, only a Ted Thompson disciple gets a kid from Indiana State, sticks him in a game, and he becomes a factor. That just blew my mind. Yeah, big kid, you know, good for blocking, <laughs> but he's got some hands, and he's got some hustle on special teams. And I asked LaFleur about him last week, and he, he said, hey, he's ascending. And we like he learned stuff quickly when we got him into the program, you know, in the virtual meetings and all that. You know, and Aaron Rodgers loves that when everybody's got a role on the team, Gary. That's that's what's yeah. different about this team. And and Aaron Rodgers was asked, you know, was it disappointing going into this game when you looked up at the TV screen, you see the Seahawks beat the Rams, that there's no way tonight you could clinch the number one seed in the NFC. We talked about it before the game. Obviously, we knew what was going on in uh, in Seattle, and it just turned to kind of put down a show. You know, we had an opportunity to you know, be in prime time against a really good opponent. I think we've all heard about the conversation about us not beating enough good teams, and you know, not responding and playing a complete game. And this was our response. So I feel good about where we're at. It's tough to play in the cold. You know, it's tough to play in Lambeau. I think we proved that tonight. Thought the defense played outstanding. Offensively, we had great balance. You know, we ran the hell out of the ball. Um, guys were great up front, uh, really good in the protection. And then Devontae did what Devontae's been doing. I love, Mike, how they uh, they, they were white noise, 
But they do hear things. Uh, they do hear people chirp about how they haven't beaten a good team and how they haven't uh, been able to play a complete game and their third quarters have stunk. And they responded. They give them a lot of credit. I 100% correct. And tonight they get A.J. Dillon into the mix. Here's the irony. When A.J. Dillon was coming out of Boston College, scouts were writing him up and comparing him to Derrick Henry. So how about with Jamal Williams out and A.J. Dillon, after a couple of Aaron Jones runs, he's getting the football and he ends up being the hot hand. 124 yards on 21 carries, averaging 5.9 yards and two touchdowns, and doing this coming after being on the COVID list for five weeks. I'll be the poster boy for COVID is a real deal. Um, You know, it affects everybody differently, uh, for sure. And uh, so, you know, you can't really just, like, one person may have no symptoms. Somebody uh, might have uh, very serious symptoms. And, you know, I took a lot of time to, like I said, study those guys, watch Aaron, watch Jamal. And, and watch what they're doing on a daily basis and try to figure out how, how can I, you know, kind of practice like a pro, prepare like a pro. And, you know, obviously nothing's perfect. I'm not there yet, but I feel like it definitely gave me that time to, you know, kind of sharpen my skills and really focus in on the, the important things of being a pro. You, you, know, my, you know, Mike, I think if you look at this football team, he's right. Uh Rashad Gary and Savage are ascending players right now for the for this Packers football team. Yeah, Rashawn has gotten ahead of Preston, you know, in terms of lining up at outside linebacker. Darnell Savage, suddenly he's got four picks in the last five games. Yeah. Almost had a pick six tonight. He had the one interception at the early part of the game, and he talked about it. Shoot, the turnover battle, you know, that's always a, a big part of uh, wins and losses. So, you know, I'm sure they were, you know, c- coming out and, and hoping to create, you know, a lot of turnovers too. So that was just uh, – that's always a focus every week as far as just turnovers. And on the play, I just happened to really be in the right spot at the right time, just doing my job like Coach Gray always said, and uh, catch the ones they throw to you. Mike, what did uh, what did the Tennessee Titans – and, you know, Aaron obviously mentioned the weather and Lambeau Field. So what did the Titans think about – playing in this kind of uh, climate and playing in Lambeau Field in this uh, snowy situation? It was slipping around. Also, you know, Aaron Jones had the 59-yard run down the left sideline. Ended up he stood, he did step out. Packers got up to the ball and ran a play, whatever play, just so that they couldn't review it. And the Titans missed that. And Mike Rabel, the head coach of the Titans, talked about how they were slipping in coverage tonight in the snow against Devontae Adams and company. You know, when, when you have help and you have uh... – you know, guys, you know, we just have to understand where our help is and play to our help and, you know, be able to uh, to tackle and, and know when you have to, to close the space and, and all those fundamental things. You know, I think when the footing and the weather is what it is, the, the fundamentals are, are going to be you know, maybe what carries you through, whether that's on defense or taking care of the football or, you know, protecting a lot of things. Not, none of it was good enough. Mike, on the long run by Jones that set up one of the Packers' touchdowns, replay showed he was clearly out of bounds. Did you guys uh, not get a look that quick enough to uh, maybe make a challenge? Yeah, no, I just, by the time the ball was snapped, that was the first view that we got as it was coming down. And, you know, so that was unfortunate. I wish we'd have been able to to tackle him and and set the edge uh, when we had him in the backfield. Michael, good stuff. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk tomorrow, okay? Thank you, Bill and Gary. Thanks, buddy. 
It's Bears week now, Gary. Now we're ready to go. Let's get her done, Bill. Let's get at it. All right, we got it coming up next week. Uh, For Gary Ellison, I'm Bill Michaels. One more time, before a minimal crowd at Lambeau Field, Packers get a win 40-14. They are 12-3 with one more to go. Time for us to go. Have a go. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.